This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Now I finally have time to do what I've always wanted, write the great American novel. Mine is about a futuristic amusement park where dinosaurs are brought to life through advanced cloning techniques. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Oh, you have got to be kidding, sir. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors. That quote, of course, was from Principal Seymour Skinner uh, from the episode Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. The 100th is, episode. Yes. The episode we'll be talking about today. The 100th episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, the 19th episode of season five. Yep. But more importantly, 100th episode. 100th episode. We made it. <laughs> 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 Hundred, 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 hundred. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Where are you throwing me? <laughs> do we really need to rile them up that much? <laughs> we do. Okay. <laughs> need All to keep right. hustling them. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, my name is Alan. And I'm Greg. Yeah, you were thinking of doing something there. I was. You stopped yourself. I, I appreciate was, it. thought better of it. <laughs> You're gonna say like I'm Todd, or I was one gonna of those say I was weird Vance. jokes you do. Yeah, I don't, I don't get those jokes. <laughs> They're only funny to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so therefore, stop worth it. it. I didn't do it, did I? Yeah, but I just saw it in your eyes. I just had to bring it up <laughs> that I know you that well. It's definitely a good choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're back in the studio. Yeah, we uh, are. We have been away for a little bit. It feels um, good to be back does feel good, you know. Uh, today, um, I think we should just jump right into a how have you been? Sure. I'm going to a uh, Flames game tonight. You are, yeah. And so this... Game five? Yeah. Five? Game four. Sorry, they four. Yeah, right, because right, they haven't won one yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tonight Possible they face... elimination. Yeah, tonight they face elimination. So when this episode comes out on Friday, we they'll will either, know. Yeah, they'll yeah. either be out of the playoffs or, like, maybe they can maybe, do one more game. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll go back to Anaheim and lose there. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that's that's pretty much certain, I right? feel quite If they faithful, win this game, yeah. they're going to lose in, in Anaheim in the because Honda they've never, lo- never won a game there in, what is it, 30 years or some shit? No, it's or been... Or 30 games. In, in, uh, no, it's been, like, 20 years in the regular season. Oh, okay. It ha- it's only been since 2009 for the playoffs. Oh, I, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, so the curse they, isn't they nearly as long yeah. in the in the playoffs. Yeah, but they say it's a cursed uh, venue. For yeah, the they, Flames, they just can't so. win in the Honda Center, and it yeah. makes me so mad. Yeah, yeah. So. it makes me very, very, very angry. Uh, but we'll know tonight. We will. Yeah, we will know tonight. And uh, I'll be hosting a movie trivia night tonight, mm-hmm. which you will not be at. Yeah, for the first time. For the first time. So we'll see if some other team will win now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, obviously, when this comes out, it'll already have happened, but there will be another event coming up. So those that are into movie trivia and you live in the Calgary area, uh, you should come. You should check us out. Uh, we're Movie Trivia YYC, I believe, on Twitter. 
And uh, Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Movie Trivia on uh, Facebook. You can see all our dates and deets on there. Yeah, that's right. So, um, And I really like doing this now, so I'm just going to do it. Um, our guest is Camille. Oh. <laughs> but I'll be known as Vance. Uh, from no. my podcast, Advance. You've taught, you've taught her so so many bad things, Greg. Why have you done this? Camille has recently been featured on uh, both episodes of Teen Fic Chick Presents Cocktails. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Cocktails. <laughs> the unofficial Cocktails. theme song for that Woo. one. Woo. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> getting drunk talking cocktails. Woo. Cocktails? Well, I, I just tripped well, on the words. Well, you get drunk yeah. in the second I, half of the yeah, so that's Everyone's what, so that's why you as hard as cocktails. And then you just puke. <laughs> yeah. But why doesn't my father love me? Tails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tails. So you can uh, check why out. Why doesn't my father love me, Tails? That's really what it should be called. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're all wondering. Um, and you can check out Cocktails on iTunes and SoundCloud, and it's hosted by Allie and... Probably Camille. <laughs> you're probably <laughs> going to be on all a, of them so far. You're probably going to be on all of them. A permanent guest, <laughs> yeah. as it were. Sure. Uh, and Camille's back in Boathouse. You're living here for I don't God, I don't know how long, mm-hmm. but um, welcome. Thank you. Uh, I am now your manager as well. Oh, at ATP. That's true. Yeah, you're my boss. <laughs> uh oh. That's uh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be real hard to call into sick work yeah, yeah. when I'm home playing snowboard kids with you and Allie. <laughs> yeah, and you get a text from me. Like, well, wait, okay, hold on, um, guys, my uh, my employee is texting me. Just I'm, one second. I'm fairly certain that um, nobody at work listens to this podcast, so I'll say it. Um, like Uh-oh. Allie, <laughs> I hate you all. Like Allie, Allie <laughs> was like, like Allie's been like, I don't want to go into work today, and I'm like, you should just text. You should just email in sick. And play snowboard kids with me, or play video games with me. And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> and, it's like, oh. and I'm like, "I'll cover for you." <laughs> yeah, I'm the manager. Whatever. <laughs> You're Mr. Manager. That's right. Ah, I'm very professional. It's just manager. We yeah. Say manager. Uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to um, I wanted to introduce the guest because we're gonna go through a lot of mail. Probably okay, and I don't want her to just sit there quietly. You, want, you want the gag order off? Yeah, early. I'm like, uh, I feel like guests should be able to comment on mail as well. I suppose. I think it's. <laughs> I, I I mean, like, but I'm not. I kind of made it. this decision unilaterally. <laughs> uh, no, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mostly just. I, I mostly am just curious to see how long guests can go without. Piping yeah, in. yeah, 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 yeah. Most yeah. of them are very polite and yeah. like specifically don't talk until spoken to, but. I'm, I'm always curious if someone would just be like, ah, sh- hey, shut up, everyone. Listen to me. Because <laughs> that's what I would do. This is my podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know when I'm listening to a podcast, I will rip out the earbuds if I hear a new voice that hasn't been, you know, like yeah, the, the context if you, if you, hasn't been properly... If you have the people talking and, ah. and then someone else talks, you're like, who is that? Who, who are you? What are you doing? Ah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it's if always it's a, a ghost? fear. Like, what if it's a ghost? <laughs> exactly. Like. Ghost in the machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What if it's someone else? Yeah, I get really creeped out when like the voices start talking to me and like telling mm-hmm. me to do things. That's the weirdest part of podcasts for mm-hmm. me. Like it'd be really weird if someone was like, "Oh, I listened to the, the podcast today. I really love that guest." And you guys are like, "Who are you?" Yeah, we didn't have now? a guest that time. Like, but she told me to burn everything. <laughs> that guest has been telling me I burned for things for thirty nothing? years. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. 
So, shall we open some mail? Yeah, let's open some listener mail. Okay, I have a mail piece. I don't know what you call it these days. An email. <laughs> email? Okay, email. that's right. Yeah, uh, it's really simple. Yeah, I don't know why I can think of it. Uh, we have an email from Aaron, uh, who is uh, touted or at least claims to be our first Scottish listener. Well, at least the first Scottish listener who took the time to exactly. Write in. Therefore, the first in my eyes. Yeah. So and Greg, I like that you said listener in a in a Sean Connery accent. Scottish listener. 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 Scottish listener. Uh, I'm the I'm Spaniard s- by I'm, way of Egypt. I'm very sorry, Aaron. If we're yes, <laughs> there's no no disrespect no. meant. <laughs> um, uh, I can't do it. David Tennant's my favorite doctor. Great. <laughs> there, there you go. You're welcome. Uh, no, but actually, I, I've tried doing Scottish accents before. Very hard. I'm so bad at them. Anyway, Brave was a lovely film. <laughs> you had the chance to change your fate <laughs> would you <laughs> see that's that's my accent so now you know oh, I thought that was a billy connelly impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good <laughs> oh boy wow i haven't even talked about the email yet so yeah. <laughs> anyway um so, so first of all uh yeah so uh says that they uh and i i'm actually i'm just reading this and i i'm presuming it's a female Aaron, but I don't know actually. So, my apologies. Spelled E R I N, which is usually a more usually female version. But I don't want to, you know, impose any gender things on anybody. Anyway, um, so uh, so she's saying, you know, she's fastest offering our podcast in reverse order, forming a very specific Simpsons reboot of Memento and tracing back with absolute certainty to the origins of our Al Jean hatred. <laughs> Which I really, I really like because it's true. If you bounce uh, into the podcast like midstream, as it were, if mm-hmm. you just you know jump in at maybe an episode you like, and we mention our hatred of Al Jean, you'll be like, "Why? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to because you?" Because we don't really talk about it that often. It's just like a running gag now. Yeah, yeah. But if you, yeah, if you listen from the beginning, I'm sure you can find the, you can pinpoint the exact moment Al Jean's heart rips in half. So. <laughs> Um, That's always death. Yeah. uh, Continues, uh, you feel like old friends or vague acquaintances, maybe people who I have passed in the street and acknowledged as my own kind, the kind who speak mainly in comedic references few other people understand. Um, you got to build a friendship on something. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you ever need a guest to bring some much-needed European culture, um, apologies, but some fools here voted for Brexit. (laughs) So, yeah, I didn't, but I didn't have a say. It's true, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And some would almost argue that neither did the Scottish. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I would um, I would definitely reach out to Erin and ask her for her opinion on yeah, Brexit. That'd be, that'd be a fun uh, guess to get. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, don't let Banff come between you, and don't let it come between Erin uh, and their podcast fix. So oh, Banff will not come between us. No, yeah, we will. I will. I will come back. Yeah. We'll make it happen. On a semi-regular basis, much like how we release these podcasts. <laughs> uh, it will be very hectic for me and no one else. <laughs> also, uh, a quick note, uh, uh, percent of emails bounced back. I can't believe nobody ever mentioned that your email address contained the number three. <laughs> you think one of you may have thought to drop it into your podcast, but no. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, also very funny. So good, good work with referencing things we do. Yeah, <laughs> always, like always like to I'm have a, I'm that. I'm always happy with reference that. back. Uh, we got one from uh, Cody. 
Um, so he wanted to um, point out a certain cultural reference. Um, Bart's vision of hell after Burns hits him with his car and mm. Bart gets hit by a car of course. is a direct depiction of hell in Hieronymus Bosch's The Garden of Earthly Delights and to this day remains one of his favorite uh, favorite obscure references in the show. That is obscure. Yeah, and I looked it up and yep. <laughs> <laughs> Story checks out. It's checks out, absolutely. <laughs> um, and uh, he thinks it's great that we're at a point in uh, the cultural zeitgeist, I suppose, uh, where we can all look back and dissect a show, dissect a show endlessly, and actually have an audience. Hmm. It's a little That's small, true. but it's pretty cool <laughs> that we have a have a decent-sized audience that reaches all the way to Scotland. Yeah. Um, and Australia. Yeah. Yeah, in Australia. We've got some Aussie wow. listeners, yeah. Um, and he's saying he really wants us to make it to season 10, and he's really morbidly curious as to what lies beyond. As am I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both in terms of my life and the yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we've been doing this, what, two years now? Yeah, the two and years just came up on wow. my... Uh, yeah, and we're in season five. So yeah. by that logic, two, years. two more years will be in season 10, yeah. but that's also if we... You know, if we continue doing one episode at a time, it'll take longer. It'll so. take longer. Yeah. So I don't know where I'll be in that many years. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Probably still here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it here. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not trying to. You're not knocking the boathouse. Yeah, no, or or Calgary or general. rocking the boathouse. Oh, uh, don't don't <laughs> rock the boathouse. Uh, uh, we have a message from Sam, uh, who. Uh, has been listening after hearing about it from the Real Gems, so that's great. Thank, mm. Thanks again to Real Gems for yeah, he's great. guesting and uh, letting us guest on his uh, shorts on YouTube. Check out the Real Gems if you want to see some cool Simpsons videos. Uh, and they're actually just asking about uh, if we've heard of or seen the play Mr. Born- Mr. Bournes. <laughs> it's about Jason oh, Bourne. Oh, the electric one. And, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, Mr. Burns, a post-electric play. Yeah. Um, You've read it. I you? have, yeah. yeah. Actually, I I heard about it. Uh, our friend Ife, Doctor Ife Abiola, was in living in Chicago. He went to see it, mm-hmm. uh, so he's seen the play. So he probably knows more about it than I do. But uh, after hearing about it, I found the play online and I ordered it and I read it. And it's it's bizarre, yeah. But it's really cool. And I think I need to read it a few more times. But it's something that I would love to make happen one day in Calgary. I can think of no one better yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> so it's kind of a little pipe dream of mine, in a, in a sense, to, yeah. to try and mount it in Calgary. But, you know, logistics and money. Who needs it? Those are just, those are just two words for <laughs> overcoming obstacles. Yeah. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with the play, I guess I should mention real quick. So it's basically, it's like kind of a uh, post-apocalyptic world where... Uh, so the first act is kind of this group of survivors who are, are you know, around a campfire uh, trying to survive. And they start recounting uh, in their, just from memory the episode Cape Fear and just how like, yeah, oh, yeah, remember the t- when, you know, Sideshow Bob, did blah, blah, blah. And throughout it, there's there's a lot of like misquoted and like changed things because like it doesn't exist anymore. So it's all just based on human memory. And so they're all just kind of like trying to remember via memory what what the episode was like, and then uh, the uh, the next act is them like creating a like a staged version of the episode, 
And again, like there's things that are wrong and different and changed because it's all just based on, you know, like think of the game like telephone, right? Where things get changed mm-hmm. yeah. uh, as the more hands it goes through. And then uh, the final act is, is them performing the, uh, uh, the episode essentially with like, like fake uh, Homer masks and, you know, like character masks and stuff. And it's bonkers. It's, it's so weird, but it's like, it's basically, yeah, like a commentary on the idea of like culture and how culture is pervasive and, uh, continues to exist even after it's gone through our memories and the cultural zeitgeist. Well, this is how it's basically how stories get got passed yeah. on before. Absolutely, yeah. Before people started writing them down, yeah. right? Yeah, right. And even then, like people write down fairy tales, and then Disney makes a version of it, and everyone's like, "Oh no, that's not what happens yeah. in The Little Mermaid." She doesn't turn to sea foam at the end, you idiot. She oh. gets legs and lives happily ever after. It's like, no, she doesn't. It's a re- it's You're just all, remembering the Disney version. It's idiot. all it's all just a reinterpretation, and <laughs> none of it's none of it's technically wrong. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, so it's a really cool play. Um, so I do recommend checking it out if you get the chance to see it, or uh, possibly even just read it if you're someone who likes to read plays. I know it's not usually the most fun thing. Uh, <laughs> Would you, in the future, when an inevitable possible apocalypse happens, uh-huh. would you recount how the play is yes. and then try to put on the play as best to your memory? Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. I and can... then someone would see it and try to make a like filmed version of it mm-hmm. and it would all, it's getting really meta, you guys. I, I can say that, that the premise of this, of, of this play is exactly how I would spend the apocalypse. Right? If yeah. you know, just just talking about like if it just that you like, yeah. if it just so happened that you and I su- survived, and there were other people there, I'd be like, let's um, let's let's reenact the Simpsons. Yeah, let's do it to the best we can, and then mm-hmm. we'd be able to do it and yeah. stave off the inevitable insanity of boredom <laughs> yeah. for a little while. I mean, we could just do that anyway. Let's just do like I think sh- I think we do every time we get drunk. That's so. true. But can you can you imagine if you actually if we actually did if there was no legal like uh, loopholes to jump through this podcast we, would just be us reciting Simpsons scripts. Well, no, I mean like it, not even a podcast like like literally create uh, like you know in town there's that dirty laundry yep. which is a like uh, improvised soap opera. Yep. So a similar idea except it's just reenacting Simpsons episodes <laughs> on stage. <laughs> That would be fun. That would be hilarious. That would be great. I wonder who would want to see that. <laughs> I could tell you that it would be a novel idea. Yeah, and I think probably everyone, wear thin pretty quick. Yeah, I think everyone who goes to the Simpsons trivia would want to see it at least yeah. once. They'd be like, I wonder what this all this is all about. But <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, Why am I watching this when I can just watch the episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's better. Uh, anyway, yeah. So. Thanks for that uh, message, Sam. Uh, they asked if we would maybe want to do a podcast on it. And, I mean, that's that's something that uh, we've talked briefly about after season 10 instead of maybe going into the the dull seasons. <laughs> uh, we talk about some other Simpsons stuff like video games or yeah. albums. I really want to talk about Tapped Out. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait two hours before we talk about the next topic. and uh, <laughs> Or you can speed it up by using donuts. <laughs> I hate that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so it's a possibility down the line, but we're going to stick with the uh episode uh stuff. Yeah, that now. might that for might now. fall into the uh in into the into the Christmas specials. Yeah. <laughs> era. 
Of, when we talk about Simpsons sing the blues, yeah, for example. Of two bad neighbors. I really want to talk about that album. Where we're really so reaching for episode for for content because yeah. we don't want to talk about season twelve. <laughs> <clears throat> or twenty eight for that matter. Um Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. We put this off long enough. We did. You're right. This episode's awesome. It's pretty good. I really like it. I think it's very um, I, I, I like the, I was so surprised when I first saw this episode, how they were, how they managed to, um, delve deeper than I thought was an option into the relationship between, uh, Skinner and Bart. And they do it in such a quick way. that's mm-hmm. very fast, but it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that truly becomes the heart of the, uh, of the episode and like, save for a couple of weak scenes in the. In the third act, um, I think it's uh, close to a, a perfect um, Golden Years episode. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts? <laughs> it's definitely up there. Uh, just want to mention real quick, directed by Bob Anderson, written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. So, oh, yeah, the writing partners. Yeah. And soon to become showrunners. So, uh, and yeah, like I said, uh, episode 19 of season five. So we're almost in the end of... Season five, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is uh, this is definitely a iconic episode for me. Yeah, uh, when I think season five, I think this episode. It's the one where Principal Skinner gets fired. Weirdly, this episode and the Elephant one are the two that like. That's what you think of? Just because they're, like they're iconic in a sense. Like I one hundred percent think Cape Fear. When yeah, someone says the, season the problem. Five. The problem with that for me is it's early in the season. So that's true. Yeah. It's just hard for me to uh, associate it with season five as much. Yeah. I guess I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. No, I get it. That <clears throat> makes sense. But yeah. uh, it's like it's it's that whole idea where it's like this was probably in production in the last yeah in the last quarter of season four yeah where they kind of like <laughs> merge a bit yeah yeah uh, so it doesn't really have the season five identity mm-hmm. um, which this one really does yes yeah I'd say so. Uh, <laughs> Harry Shearer is so good in this episode. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, um, yeah. but let's. Uh, I guess let's let's start uh, what uh, everybody thought. I just uh, I just said what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Camille, mm-hmm. I loved it. I always forget about this episode, though. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. It just uh, like when it comes to season five, and when it comes to just in general, I kind of like I I remembered it. And like when you said this is the episode we're watching today. In my head, I thought it was the one where they reveal he's not really... Oh, spoiler oh, alert. Oh. He's not really Seymour Skinner. And not like, for a couple years oh, now. No, he's still Skinner. that one? Yeah. And so I always, I always forget yeah. about this one. But it's really solid. They've got like just... It's just packed with good stuff. Yeah. Spoiler alert for that episode for of Two Bad Neighbors. It's probably going to be a two-hour episode. <laughs> 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 I know we all have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Uh, that uh, might be the end of the podcast too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It might just yeah, we might just abruptly sign off, <laughs> not even make it to season ten. Yeah, that's uh, early season nine, by the way. You guys yeah, should do so. that one live. Yeah, <laughs> we should. <laughs> Our one and only true live episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good night. Yeah, like I said, a very iconic to me. Uh, the what makes it iconic? Well, to you? so first of all, uh, I will say with more or less 100% conviction that Seymour Skinner is my favorite character on the show. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Which so. is that makes sense as to why, like in the principal and the pauper, that that yes. really hurts you. <laughs> it really yeah. does. Uh, but yeah, so this so this one, I think, is arguably the episode that I can pinpoint as the time where I'm like, okay, he's probably not that at the time, but like he's one of my favorites, not yeah. the favorite at the time, but but it just really drew this broader, uh, more di- ha- more dimensional picture of uh, Skinner that. Uh, wasn't there before? It was. It was there a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there's some little moments, and and there was some other uh, principal charming, uh, for example, that kind of drew some elements of who Skinner is. But this one really drives it home for me. Uh, I really like the idea that Skinner and Bart would be friends essentially if they weren't in this uh, authority figure uh, student uh, dynamic, yeah. right? So. That's really cool. And then also just the idea that both of them uh, kind of realize that they need each other in that sense. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so so a lot of that really works for me. Uh, I also just love the the opening act with uh, Santa's Little Helper. Um, all that stuff with, with the dog is just great. Very strong opening act. Yeah. Um, uh, Superintendent Chalmers is also a favorite of mine, and they're. they're I gotta. Uh, I gotta nominate Hank Azaria for MVP <laughs> of this episode. Of, of this episode, yeah. Um, just with uh, his supporting turns as Chalmers and uh, and Apu, uh-huh. just yep. some great work. And Luigi, I think. And Luigi, yeah. yeah. He's, he's Luigi. He is also Luigi. He's. Is that the? Fir- I think that's the first. <laughs> that's appearance. the first appearance. We yeah. got three first appearances in this episode. Yeah, we totally do. Uh, so we have Luigi, first appearance. Yeah. Uh, baby Gerald. The yeah, baby the unibrow baby. Yeah. Uh, as well as oh, sorry, four first appearances. Uh, so the other one is Leopold, who is the assistant. That's right. Uh, superintendent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen up, you little, you little freaks. freaks. <laughs> Uh, and also the first appearance of Ned's parents. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Which at at this this time seems like a throwaway joke. Totally. But, but it becomes a major plot point in uh, yeah. season. Was it season eight? Is that Hurricane, uh, Hurricane Nettie? Nettie yeah, yeah. Yeah. Season eight. Or is so, it season seven? One of those two. One of two. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. But yeah. So so that lots of lots of cool firsts in this one. Um, Luigi is a favorite of mine. Uh, <laughs> he's a character that they've used sparingly, and therefore doesn't wear thin. Yeah, and it's always the same. Yeah. He's it's like just, he's like an SNL character. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Every it's time the they go into joke. his restaurant, it's the same joke, right? Mm-hmm. Uh he's very 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 charming and then <laughs> then horrible. And first uh first mention of Salvatore as well. Yeah, Salvatore. <laughs> we don't see him. The but. the ever the the phantom Salvatore. <laughs> Which reminds me of Reboot if you ever do you remember Reboot? Do I remember Reboot? Al's Diner. Yes. Was remember? was Salvatore a cook at Al's no, Diner? No, he was. <laughs> <laughs> was. Whoa. No, it's just a similar concept where there's oh the chef my in god, the back. Shared universe. Oh my god. Shared <laughs> <laughs> Um Somebody please Photoshop something <laughs> that proves that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and so in part, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Dot is Lisa then? Um, no. no. Yeah. No, she's brother older and sister. than Enzo. Well, oh my God. See? All right. It just falls <laughs> apart right there. <laughs> Hack and Slash are Homer and Marge. <laughs> Clearly. Who's Bob? Who's Bob? Yeah. Uh, he's Epu. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. oh, of course. It makes so much sense now. <laughs> Jesus. 
I had a Bob Frisk action figure. Frisk it as little helper. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. I had a Bob action figure, and you could take Glitch off and replace it with a whole bunch of different things on his wrist. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. And like he a could, corsage, and a watch, a <laughs> Fitbit. Uh, sword. Oh. Sword, yeah. Okay. What about yeah. his guitar? No, I didn't have that one. Glitch? BFG. What? Darren. You don't remember that one? Oh, uh, the talent show episode? Great episode. <laughs> Uh, I love Reboot. Anyway. <laughs> it was a great show. I met uh, uh, Michael Bernier, who voiced Bob. Oh, really? At uh, wow. Comic Expo, like, four years ago. Cool. It was very nice. Was that the same year you went? You met all the turtles? No, that was... Uh, uh, that The turtle year was uh, one or two years after that. So it was, it was before. But I met Jim Cummings and Billy West as well. So. Oh, Billy West Aww. is the best. Yeah. Did you know he was the original voice for Invader Zim? I did not. He I was. I didn't care for that show. He was in the pilot episode. He was the original Invader Zim choice. Boy. Yeah, he was. He was a good choice. He wasn't as like uh, the the guy who they eventually went with was the was the right choice. But mm-hmm. uh, Billy West obviously does a great job. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Billy West, you may know as uh, the voice of Fry in Futurama, which is kind of a sister show to The Simpsons, and that's how we get back on track. So there we go. Simpsons <laughs> is what we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so those are the first. Uh, I was talking about how uh, Superintendent Chalmers uh, does a great is a great uh, boon to this episode for me as well. Yeah, um, and yeah, just a lot of the little jokes and things just really work. Uh, you, you mentioned there's some weaker scenes, and maybe we can get to those later. But I'm I'm curious which ones you find weaker. There's there's one that's a standout for okay. me. That's like a, a standout definite dip in it. <laughs> and actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about it now. Sure. Um, to hell with structure. Yeah. Um, Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Well, because if anybody's if anybody's <laughs> listening to this, they they watched the episode. They right? better have. They should. You should have, and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't, it's in. Don't watch the episode like vicariously through us. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, um, this is not a recap show. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying hard not to do that. Yeah. Um. So it's the scene in Act Three where um, Bart gets Skinner and he brings him back to the Simpson house and. Homer and they're trying to come up with a plan to get Skinner's job back. That scene, that scene has always struck me as incredibly weak um, because uh, just make a pass at your fellow officer. Is that the? N- that's the scene. Yeah, that's okay. the scene. I find that joke funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, when he says, "What's Homer doing here?" Um, when he found out we were trying to get Ned Flanders fired, he insisted on helping. That is true, <laughs> and <laughs> Homer. Doesn't do a thing. Correct. He doesn't say a word for the entire scene. He doesn't say a damn word. I'm starting to realize maybe that's the joke. Yeah. But it honestly doesn't work for me. Okay. Um, I never really like, thought about that. I think just the I think the that is really, true is really funny. So maybe I just didn't care about what what really bothered me it. was that um, like they needed to have this clandestine meeting when their plan was not actually a plan. It was just to wait until Superintendent Chalmers visited the school. and Right, they're just like, oh, he'll see how terrible it he'll is. He'll see how terrible it is, and he'll fire it out on the spot. Like, you're not actually doing anything. Yeah. Bart, that's a horrible plan because it's not a plan. Yeah, you'd think Bart would have something else up his sleeve. Like, yeah, you would think, he's, right? He's a, he's a trickster. He just got lucky that Ned said a prayer, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I always found that really underwhelming, right? And it's, I, al- it's almost like a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, right? I find yeah. most of the jokes the characters didn't like, really drive forward the the change in the end. It was just, like you said, luck. Yeah, yeah. 
They didn't. Yeah, they, it, it, that would have happened mm-hmm. if Bart hadn't done anything. And therefore, I find the scene that leads up to it superfluous and unnecessary. And I, I think wonder, that's I wonder how scene. many times writers work backwards with jokes to, to plot, you know, because it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, like someone mentioned the idea of it being like, you know, uh, uh, the Lord has no place within these walls, just like organ or science has no place within organized religion or whatever. And someone yeah. thought we need to put that in there somehow. How will we do it? So let's write backwards from there. But because that wouldn't surprise me if that's the, yeah, real, that's the whole like reason a, that happens. He's a, he's a mystery writer. He starts at the yeah. end and goes backwards. <laughs> Under the name J.D. McGregor. <laughs> Look, just take him before his mother eats him. <laughs> uh, does, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? That okay. is true. Yeah. You know, when you first started describing it, I could not remember this scene. Yeah. Like, did I... Yeah, it's definitely a scene that I don't even like Blackout? think about like, when it comes they to the episode. go back to the house? When yeah. does that happen? Oh, my <laughs> God. Why am I missing time? <laughs> what happened? And that's the sign of a weak scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's June 2nd. Did you know that? Oh, my God. I need <laughs> to be in a band. <laughs> you, boy. What day is Why, it? Why, today is Christmas Day. <laughs> what year? 2022. <laughs> And I am a Blade Runner, and you are a replicant, <laughs> and your time is up. All hail Emperor Trump. Uh, <laughs> unprecedented third term. Um, that'd still be a second. Anyway. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> Got a long way to go, folks. Yeah. So Stick with it. Yeah. Fight the good fight. <laughs> but did you hear about his chocolate cake? Oh, it's the best chocolate cake you've ever seen. What's this chocolate cake? Oh man, I don't want to get too let's, political let's here. Not. Let's not. He just just he, talk about the cake. He, he he forgot the name of a country he bombed, but he remembered yeah, the he chocolate bom- he cake. He bombed Syria, and they were asking him about it, and he's like, "Oh, when it happened, I was eating the most delicious chocolate cake with the uh, the president of China or whatever." And he was like, and then he said, "He was like, and, and then, then we I heard that they they bombed Iraq, and, yeah. it, and then the per- the person's like, uh, Syria, and he's like, of course Syria." <laughs> so he like forgot. <laughs> Which uh, that's yeah. a great ad for that cake, though. It'll make you forget what country you bombed. You have to Sarah laugh Lee. to not cry. <laughs> it's Probably true. McCain's yeah, that's what I do every day. Delicious yeah. cake. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. So let's talk about the episode. Let's, okay. Let's delve into it. So, so Act One, like we talked about, great first act. Yeah. Bart essentially has to bring something for show and tell. Yeah. Uh, after a series of wrong things. First, the, the, the video. The film strip, which is, uh, <laughs> it's 1994. Yep. And God, I wish I had one of those like the 16 film millimeter yeah. film projectors. <laughs> those look, those are so charming to me. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, also very dangerous. Yeah. Firewise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like those, those, those lights are high heat and those are. Nitro film stock, and they'll just, I mean, Inglorious Bastards, everybody. Right? Yeah. So I killed Hitler. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we should have more. We should send Trump some of this. Put in a cake. It wouldn't make sense. You can't put fire in a cake. I mean, you have to. to cook have it. you tried? Love a cake. Love a cake. Am I right? Say no more. So. And he goes to the oh this is this makes me this makes me want to ask uh, ask questions about 
about the people who are in the room right now. Wow. And I'm going to do that. It's weird oh. that you're speaking aloud your thoughts. <laughs> I I don't know what's going on. I feel I'm incapable <laughs> I'm incapable of having an inner monologue. <laughs> I have to I feel like I have to speak everything I'm thinking. Please don't. What are they thinking of me now? Oh, oh my god. I, 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 did you guys ever have to take something to show and tell and like it was just terrible? Yes. What? All of it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember any specifics, but that's why I'm pretty sure most of the show and tell I brought was boring. Right. Like, oh, sure, this sure, is sure. like, like I was Millhouse essentially. Uh, I have a horsey. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I never ever had a class where we had a show and tell. What? Ever. You're so yeah, lucky. Ever. But I was super jealous because when I was growing up, um, my uh, my childhood best friend lived next door with her older sister. And that day in her sister's school, they had show and tell. So my, f- and so my friend was her show and tell item. So they had this giant basket that she got to go in and she got to miss a day of school. Cause they went to different <laughs> schools so <laughs> that she would be her older sister's show and tell. I was really jealous. Like, <laughs> I want to be someone's show and tell one day. It's very problematic for many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> she missed a full day of school. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're an only child, so. I know. That's not going to happen. Well, not now. Ever. We no, have no one wants to show you. We don't have adult <laughs> show and tells. Here's someone who's. <laughs> I mean. Performing is kind Here, of. Here, I put someone in a box. You shouldn't do that. And that's why I'm an actor. Yeah, performing is basically an adult show and tell. Like, look at me and hear me talk. Well, mm. we've just dissected my entire Your psyche. Wow. That's why yes, we found you it. are you. It's true. Because wow. no one, no wanted. one wanted to show and tell you. Show yeah. and tell me. And so you, and you couldn't, and you didn't have show and tell at your school. It's true. And yet I ended up the same way. I took a little ankylosaurus, <laughs> like I had like a bunch of dinosaurs, and I would just like, I, what clonosaurus? That's that one. Yeah, that one. Um, and uh, and I would like take different dinosaurs mm-hmm. to show and tell, and I would like this. This was my favorite because he has a mace for a tail. Shablam! Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah, he was like I liked. The I remember reading in a like a you know my first dinosaur book or yeah. like so like a dinosaur book for babies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which is all I read and still do. Uh, the the key thing that I remember reading about the Ankylosaurus was that its tail could break the leg of a T-Rex. And so because of that, I'm like, that's my new favorite dinosaur. Yeah. You could take down the king of the lizards? Oh, baby. <laughs> that's what it means. Yeah. That's what his name means. It's literally, it means king tyrant lizard. Yeah. Did you know that? I do now. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. You learn new things. King of the lizards. King Tyrant Lizard Rex. That's pretty cool. <laughs> because he wrecks shit. <laughs> uh, like just parties and stuff. He's like, yeah, he's just kind of an asshole. But Here's to... your chips. <laughs> well, he can't play flip cup, yeah. so he's, he's got tiny arms. He's got he a really so big head. He didn't tell them when he was a... When he was an egg. An egg? A chick? A chick? A chick? <laughs> like a little chicken. You think that's what 
You think that's what baby dinosaurs are called? (laughs) Yes, because they all turned into birds. Because I know science, guys. (laughs) All right, Dr. Grant. Because I watched something called Billy and And the the Clonosaurus. (laughs) Back on track. Very nice. My point was, um, (laughs) I think the first act expertly does what it feels like to do show and tell. It's such a weird concept now as an adult, like, yeah. just looking back on it. And even in this episode where you can tell, like, Kerbopo doesn't give a shit. Because, like, Nelson brings the same can of tomato paste every time, apparently. Yeah. And she's just like, great, sit down. Like, this, <laughs> I don't have to teach you right now, so I'm happy. I would be surprised if, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they had more than one show and tell per week, given yeah. Kerbopo's, uh, you know. And it's actually amazing that, Bard didn't bring Santa's little helper until this point. Yeah. Mm. You would think that that would be the... be the first thing I would bring. He didn't ask his mom. Right. He so just, maybe, maybe he, she wouldn't yeah. allow him other times. He just grabbed She Santa's would have been little... like, take this potato instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which... <sighs> that's... Uh... <laughs> That's the that's the right use of Marge, yeah. In my opinion, that's one hundred percent like making her the butt of the joke, making her lame, yeah. In a sense, not even the butt of the joke necessarily, but just like she's such a weird person. <laughs> she's so odd. It's one of those things where it's like, or we can get double ply windows. <laughs> they look the same <laughs> as the, as single ply windows, but they'll save us four percent <laughs> on our heating bill. bill, or showing people Millhouse's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have my teeth? No. <laughs> And the potato. That's the Marge trifecta right there. Yep. I just think they're neat. (laughs) That's my favorite line in the episode. It is. Why do you keep trying to give me potatoes? I just (laughs) think they're neat. It's such a mom line. Yeah. Like, I mean, potatoes are neat. Let's, I love potatoes. I wouldn't take one for show and tell. Everyone has seen a potato. Have you ever left a potato in the cupboard too long and it starts growing? Yes. Yeah. That's cr- creepy. Yeah. It's out yeah. of the ground. It shouldn't be growing anymore, be you dead, guys. I guess. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's it trying to get yeah. to the ground. Yeah, it's like please please put me back in the ground. I don't want to be your stew. And then you have and then have you ever like picked up said potato and then continued to just cook it anyway and you cut those bits off and you're like, nope. Yeah, you're like, don't oh, try that. T- cutting Fuck your you. legs off, dumb potato. Uh, I've one hundred I've, yeah, I've 100% You're going to get that. mashed today, idiot. And then you, yeah. <laughs> and then you murder it. And it, it tastes sour because it's got, it's sad. It's got little, and little like, have you ever stocks. heard a potato scream? Is yeah. that just me? No, every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day I wake up and hear them screaming. I'm a potato farmer, hey? <laughs> sound like uh exactly how you think it'd sound ah! <laughs> like a human scream yeah oh. like greg screaming oh specifically like greg specifically like greg wilson screaming yeah i always imagined that the potato screaming would sound like the sun in rick and morty <laughs> <laughs> the, sun's rising, ah! the screaming sun they land on a planet, and oh. the su- whenever the sun comes up, it's just screaming. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's uh, it's a hilarious joke. It is. <laughs> so, so he doesn't take the potato. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, but he does take his dog. Well, first he takes the geode from Lisa, and then sees everyone else has a geode. Which, like, really, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> 
it's it, it's dumb kids. It's an exaggeration, but no, I, I think know. there's been like like I think I definitely took a rock of some kind. I had a piece of amethyst that I was really into. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I I probably found like a a rock that like was green and I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> That's so and lame. I, you know what I mean? No, oh, like, I had a rock collection for lame. a while, and oh, it, really? but it wasn't like a cool rock collection. It was literally just rocks I'd find on the ground. I'd be like, "Oh, add this to the collection." And my dad's like, "Oh God, Bart had a Why stamp collection, <laughs> stamp collection, <laughs> and it got stolen by the bandit." Yeah. Did anyone else have a collection of anything other than like your uh, rock collection? hockey cards? I, I collected for a while. Hockey cards without knowing anything about hockey, I was just like, "That's cool," and I collected them all, right? Or any that I could find, really. I just inherited my dad's. Oh, cool. Yeah, never collected them. I had quite a few original My Little Ponies. Mm. Yeah, original? Magic the Gathering. Yeah, like from the like not whatever the new ones are. That Friendship is magic. Original, yeah, so original ones. Bottle yeah. caps. Bottle caps? I collected Pogs. bottle caps. Pogs? Oh, I, I had so many Pogs. Yeah? I had a Wolverine yeah. Slammer that Ooh, I was really I, proud I of. I had a Power Ranger Slammer. Nice. Cool. I had the two. I also had... The lid. Keeping yeah, yeah. I also had tons of uh, Simpsons Pogs, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Did you have a rock tumbler for your rock collection? No. Like I said, my rock collection was garbage. Like it, I always <laughs> wanted a rock, like like a it, rock polisher. When, when someone's like, I have a rock collection, you think, oh, like, interesting rocks. But, like, literally it was just like, I'd find a rock in the gravel and be like, this will be part of the collection. And so you didn't try very hard. <laughs> I did not try very hard. <laughs> I just thought it'd be cool, and it was not. Right. So then I collected Magic the Gathering cards, and that was much cooler. Right. Mm. Made a lot of friends. Did you also did play not. Magic the Gathering? Oh yeah. Them? Tap for mana. Uh, that's <laughs> that's something you do in the game. If either of you knew the game, you would. I'm completely lost. <laughs> uh, what else? I can't think of anything else I collected though. Crazy Bones. Crazy Bones? I collected a couple of Crazy Bones before they got banned from school. Mm-hmm. What are those again? They're those little like things that you flick. and It's basically like Red Rover, only it's like oh. little tiny bones. Sounds dumb. It's very dumb. Of course those got banned. There's, yeah. Like Pokemon cards got banned, mm. right? Because like, kids can't handle anything. You can't teach kids gambling. What? Like you can't, you can't teach kids gambling is the reason yeah. why they ban that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah, Pogs as well. So you're trading for them? Like Pogs, Pogs are a huge fad, and they got taken away by most people because it's like this is gambling. This is essentially gambling. Oh yeah, because you would like bet your slammer yeah, or something. No, you'd bet your Pogs. Yeah. So you'd put your Pogs in the in the pile, and then you'd slam it, and any that flipped over, you got to keep. Yeah. So that was essentially the game. I don't know if anyone actually played it. <laughs> it seemed like most people just collected them and didn't play the game, but I did. And yeah, so it was like you had to risk certain ones to try and get other ones from other people. Gambling. Yeah. So. I had a Boss sticker collection. This what is probably that? doesn't What does that apply. mean? This might be... Explain. This Explain yourself. I know those words, but I that sentence doesn't that. make any sense. So, like as Boss sticker, as in really great? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I'd so oh, see sticker see, albums. See, I thought you meant like maybe there was a like a company called Boss and like you're collecting their That's stickers. Fair. Actually, the main Or like your boss company. had a bunch of stickers <laughs> and you're collecting... And they're like stars because <laughs> I got paid in stuff. I was a child laborer. That's a horrible joke. Yeah. Oh boy! I had. Uh, That's why no one wanted to show and tell you. I'd. St- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, I'd sticker albums. You'd buy. Okay, this really oh, like as an adult, like, this makes no sense. So yeah. you get your stickers, which are on the sheets. Uh-huh. Sandy Lion was a big sticker company. Oh yeah, um, I and you that. take your sticker, 
and then un like take it off and unstick it and then immediately stick it into your sticker album which was a like a photo album but it, all the pages were kind of glossy so you could stick and restick and unstick your stickers so really they're already stuck on the page and they're already arranged cuz they're with the other stickers but you take them off and put them in the sticker album and then cat, and then I would like spend time. This is so lame. I would spend time. <laughs> I think I was six or seven, and then up, <laughs> and I would spend time like categorizing the stickers and like laying out like this sticker album's for puppies, <laughs> this one's for flowers, puppies, puppies, puppies. puppies <laughs> this one's for Hello Kitty stickers. Nice. This one's for, and they would all be nicely categorized. What was your favorite category? Oh, like Sanrio stickers. Hello Kitty. Like, like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. like little adorable Kurobi and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, sticker bad Bats game. Maru. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was bad. Yeah. Chaco. The whole <laughs> gang. So I don't know if that's still a thing out there. This is the magic of the gathering to me. Yeah. Right yeah. now I'm yeah. very confused. Yeah. Um, I think my sister did that a little bit. Mm. Uh, I would always take her scratch and sniffs. Those were good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like glow in the dark stickers. Like velvety stickers. Those were really. I was like an orange <laughs> addict. Whenever there was an orange <laughs> scratch and sniff, I would always oh. be like, "Give me that!" <laughs> I thought you just meant I you just meant oranges in general. Like I just ate a lot of oranges, guys. <laughs> it's like, Greg why are you revealing this? I am vitamin C rich. <laughs> I have like three hundred percent vitamin C every He's day. Eating an orange right now, like <laughs> peeling on it. We call him Sunny G. <laughs> Oh, that's, great. that's a good one. I like it. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about Skinner. Talk about him. Yeah. Uh, we get to see Skinner already having a bad day before the dog even gets released <laughs> into the air ducts. He's disheveled. I love how in cartoons and I guess TV in general, like when you want to show someone's like stressed out, it's like have them have their tie loosened. <laughs> Tie loosened and pit stains. And pit stains, yeah. yeah. Or it's just like they're and they're not having a good time. Yeah. Um yeah, because he apparently well, especially because he's so buttoned down all the time. Yeah. He apparently thought some kid was making up Yom Kippur. Yeah. And wouldn't let him have the day off or something. Does anybody know what Yom Kippur is? Some Jewish thing. Oh God. Oh Lord. <laughs> what? Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone of the Jewish faith. I am not. So I don't know all your Yom Kippur like, is coming up, and for Jews everywhere, what a <laughs> treat it will be! I actually don't know it's what it is. The Jewish is it Day of Atonement. Oh, where you pick up the old atone phone. Oh boy, and you atone for everything you did that year. Wow. Oh, is that the one where the rabbi goes into the place and then tells? God, all the things that everybody did, and then if he's allowed to live, anyone can stop me if this is. I, I have no. I've already I told you. I'm looking at Alan. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Alan. like they put uh, it, as the it, Jewish expert well, here. Tell me. They get well. They, it's decided if you get put in the book of life or the book of death. What? Actually, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's, it's basically. Exciting. Well, here's the thing. It's I. I think it's a lot more efficient because, um, like uh, Catholics have confession mm-hmm. right and you got to go to that shit every week right um but people of the jewish faith they get it done one, one day one day a year one day a year nice boom done you're good for yeah. the next year meanwhile atheists 
zero days of the year. That's true. So yeah. checkmate. <laughs> juice. Check and mate. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the. Juice, I hope <laughs> it's the. Haven't they suffered one day, enough? One day yeah. someone's gonna take this Let audio clip of me saying "checkmate Jews" and be like, "Yeah, see, yeah. that's why you shouldn't vote him mayor." Uh, you want to run I'm for mayor? I'm never gonna run for mayor. No. Okay. Well, not <laughs> now. Politics, well, yeah. All that. Whoopsies. Whoops. Yeah. The um. It's the it's the Day of Atonement. Okay. Yeah. Great. Let's get thought it was made up. It's a very important Jewish holiday. Obviously. Yeah. Because they only get one. It's not like there's 52 sons. So do you think Skinner like young, called young his parents and like complained about it? Probably. Like, mm-hmm. hey, your kid's trying to get out of school by making up a holiday. Yom Kippur? What What's the hell that? is that? <laughs> and then, they, and then got, they were very offended. They got mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. But so Bart, uh, well, first of all, so, that, so they're like, you know, put the dog away. He puts him in the closet. Yeah, and which I guess is fine. It seems weird. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, if if someone brought a dog to school, if they would just be like, put them away, <laughs> put them in the closet for now. Well, like if you if you ever brought a pet to school, did anybody ever bring a pet to school? No, nah. I did. Nice. Want to hear the story? Sure. It was a duck. Oh. <laughs> You're not allowed a duck yeah. as a pet. Yeah, we were babysitting a duck for like two weeks. Uh, this is when I lived in Ontario. We had friends, and they had a duck that I knew when it was a chick, and it grew into a beautiful white duck. And I brought it to school, my kindergarten class, Uh and I could only bring it if my mom came with me. Uh Obviously, people, right? If you're going to bring a pet to school, you you bring your parent, and they have to take it home. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But Bart didn't ask, right? Right. So you're gonna put it in the closet. <laughs> that makes sense. But we brought a duck. <laughs> so you were duck sitting we, for two. Yeah, weeks? and we let it ride around in a little wagon. No. Yeah. Would you say school was like a hurricane that day? No. The duck's name was Speedy. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was a Ducktales reference. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. Didn't land. <laughs> It was a more of a duck blur. You're right. There you go. Yeah, that was better. <laughs> uh, uh, it I wish was... I could rewrite history on that joke. <laughs> or solve a mystery. mystery. Ducktales. The danger what's behind <laughs> you. Uh yeah, I loved it. We had yeah, we babysat a duck for two weeks. It That's was cute. it was That's the, really cute. It was the it's like one of the only things I remember about living in Ontario. It's great. Yeah. Oh one of the only memories I have of the first seven years of my life. Duck. Speedy. He was awesome. Yeah. Anywho quacky race. If you leave a if you leave a dog in a closet, <laughs> it's probably not gonna do what Santa's little helper did unless it smells uh testicles being boiled. Yeah. Um, because more testicles means more, more iron. iron. Uh, we get some really great Lunch Lady Doris lines. <laughs> uh, just, you have any grease? Yes. Yes, yes I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> grease me up, woman. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. And that, she's so great. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Doris Grau. Doris Grau, script supervisor. Yep. Made into a cast member. <laughs> yep. She's really great. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, you have a great Lunch Lady voice. <laughs> Will you voice this character? Sure. <laughs> So, um, 
I want to just kind of like get get to like some of our more like some of our favorite parts here sure. because we're we're running a little bit out of time. Yeah, because uh, I know we all have places to go this evening. We sure do. Yeah. Um, so well, the air vents. I mean, that's yeah, a, that's a great moment. Yeah. Uh, both for Willie, you know, and the greasing and yeah. all that stuff. Um, this is the first time we see Willie in his buffness. Is it the first? Uh, I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. Yeah, that was a, a rule the animators had that. Uh, they thought it was really funny if certain characters were really buff only when they have their shirts off. So we saw it for the first time, I think the first time in Streetcar Named Marge with uh, Flanders. Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> but they do the same kind of joke with Willie. Because if you look at him in his normal clothes, he's got a gut. Like, he's he's not well-kept. Yeah, he's paunchy. <laughs> but as soon as he rips his clothes off, he's, like, the buffest man in Springfield. So, uh, yeah. And he uh, he's able to... Uh, catch the dog, but it's over the gymnasium, so yeah. they have to get a ladder to bring him down. And this is actually one of my favorite moments, is uh, uh, Chalmers uh, talking to Skinner. <laughs> yeah. And then the dog falling in his arms, and like, oh, looking into this level mutt's eyes just melts my heart. Skinner, all is forgiven. And then make, make way for yeah. Willie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the nice touch of... Uh, the like grease stain on his yeah. on his clothes too, and oh, yeah. Willie lands on him. Um, but yeah, probably my favorite joke in the episode is uh, "You're fired." I'm sorry. Did you just call me a liar? <laughs> no, I said you're fired. <laughs> oh, that's much worse. <laughs> and it's true. I just love how angry Skinner gets. It's like one of the rare times yeah, he's he, ready like, to fight. Stands up for himself to Chalmers, and it's because he was called a liar. <laughs> I just love that that's the thing where he's like, look, I'm a lot of things, but a liar is not one of them. Yeah. So how dare you, <laughs> sir? And it's like, actually, your fire's like, oh. And then he's back to his, you know, demure self. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, and that's the, I mean, that's essentially the, the jumping off point for the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Skinner gets fired. Mm-hmm. It's essentially the plot. And we see him like we see him like briefly around town, and this is like one of the one of those interesting things because it's like one of the only times we've seen him out of that suit, right? Mm-hmm. He's wearing that hilarious that green, green sweater, yeah. Uh, and we get introduced to him in the Quickie Mart, and he's got his time to write the great American novel. And he wants it to be Billy and the Clonosaurus, <laughs> one of the great memes of our time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. He's so sad. He pointed it out. Oh, when I we love were how it. when Apu finishes his rant, <laughs> telling him, you know, what were you thinking? Yeah, his his like whole body is just so sad because a I think he didn't realize how much he was plagiarizing Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, <laughs> and, and b just like getting laid into for so long. And c now he doesn't have anything to yeah, do. Yeah, he can't do his Amer- great American novel. He's just so sad. He really actually him. wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And, and now he was he's probably just going to the Quickie Mart for some snacks, and he was going to get right on it on his word processor typewriter. Nineties oh, typewriter. Yeah. I'd imagine he has a typewriter. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a Skinner thing. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> word processor. Jeez. <clears throat> so <clears throat> apparently, uh, a, thing, a lot right? of the yeah, totally. Okay. A lot of the Skinner stuff in this episode was the writers were thinking about their old like uh, teachers or principals. That at school were, you know, authoritative, but mm-hmm. out, if they ever saw them outside of school, it was so bizarre and so, like, yeah. they seemed like sad yeah. old men. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where they get a lot of the uh, ideas for Skinner in this episode. And I think that's a really interesting point. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I rarely saw any of my teachers outside of school. So I can't really draw on that as much. But the ones that I did see, yeah. 
uh, were ones I really liked, like teachers I really liked. So they were like out and about, like doing like real life adult things and right. seemed happy and normal. Yeah. But it makes sense that like the ones that I didn't like, the more grumpy ones or that kind of thing, were probably like at home, maybe with their mothers, <laughs> mm. being told when it's seven thirty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's my favorite joke. Is favorite <laughs> Do you want me to tell you when it's seven thirty? Because I think that's something I've heard my mom say. <laughs> Uh, I've talked about this joke to Ife before, and he does not like it because he doesn't understand it. And I'm like, you're not supposed to. That's like <laughs> the the point to me your, is your, that your pers- your perspective is Bart. Y- yeah, yeah. It's it's from Bart's perspective. Like clearly, right? there's some reason why she's asking that. <laughs> like maybe in the past, he's you know he's maybe he's got a show that he likes that comes on at seven thirty. Yeah, totally. You know, That's so. But I just love the idea that like sh- that's something she checks in on him with. Would you like me to tell you when it's seven thirty? <laughs> no, mother. Also, just the fact that she—I love that Bart's been in his room for upwards of ten minutes, and then she's like, <laughs> yeah. "Seymour, your friend Bart is here." <laughs> As if she like let him in and then went to do something and forgot. She probably did. And, yeah, and then was like, "Oh, I forgot to tell Seymour about his friend." <laughs> I know, mother. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, I love their relationship. It's really funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys had any teachers that you saw outside of school that was weird. I mean, like, none that I can really remember yeah. that I would see out of school. I saw my drama teacher outside of school in high school, mm. like, um, more often than probably any other. Yeah. Um, but that was, like, that was very few and far between. Hmm. Um yeah, because she had a daughter that went to the high school too, right? So it was like, it was more. She she was more active in like mm. things that were going on because her daughter went to the same high school, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I it was professors that I could that I would see outside of school uh, when I went to university. Didn't care for that much either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, be perfectly frank. I feel like it's just always weird. Like whether Super you like weird. whether you like the teacher or you don't, or maybe they're not even your teacher. They're just another one at a school. It's weird. Like mm-hmm. it's weird to see them in like a weekend clothes. Yeah, yeah. And outside not their natural habitat, teaching. Yeah, yeah or like yeah. It, I feel like it's the same category as like if you ever, especially when you were younger, if you ever like overheard your teachers talking about their weekends <laughs> when you were little and like understanding like a portion of that and being really weirded out yeah, about. Like, it. Wait, oh my god, a, you had a personal life i'm sorry i just remembered one okay that is huge uh because one of the like one of the health slash gym teachers at the school also used to uh run with my parents Hmm. and i had and she was my like very briefly health and gym teacher and during that same time for one semester we went camping and she was there because, like, they were like my parents were friends with the, with her and her husband, like, and their family, right? And so, like, this wasn't weird. Mm-hmm. I had been camping in this situation before, but never when she was my teacher, right? Hmm. So I was like, I saw you like on Monday, the next on the Monday, like I saw you get fucking drunk <laughs> on the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> so there. <laughs> 
Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely happened. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's a weird thing to see teachers outside of their natural habitat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also weird in the episode how Skinner's so quick. I mean, it makes sense, but he's so quick to be like, Bart's like, well, nice seeing you. It like, was. Like, yeah, it was. Let's do it again. Saturday <laughs> at my house. And yeah. like, uh... <laughs> but it turns out to be a good thing. Yeah. Right? It turns out to be a really good thing, and they have a good friendship, and it deepens their relationship. And that's one of the things that I think this episode pulls off very, very well. Yeah. Is a natural uh, deepening of the relationship between Bart and Seymour, because they're not, they're not just enemies, right? They're mutual enemies. They've got a symbiosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the right word? Symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They both gain things from each other. Yeah. It's uh, the mutually might be the beneficial. It's good. Sym- symbiote Sym- might be might be one that we're one. Symbiotic. It's oh, no. It's, they both, get, they both right. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Parasite is the Parasite is the bad one. Yeah. yeah. Like a tapeworm. Yeah. Or as I call Unless him, Freddy. you hmm? want to... Oh. <laughs> Unless you order them from the internet to lose 10 pounds. Yeah, well, obviously. Everybody wins. Especially It's just like smart economics, really. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So gross. Uh, Okay. Okay. So anyway, so let's uh, wrap things up here in in a sense. Um, So everything goes back to normal. You know, we we didn't really talk about Flanders as principal. It's fine. He's like I like him. I like he's like the jokes that he does are land for yeah. me. Um, that that subplot. Uh, I think it makes sense that like things would go into chaos with him as principal. Oh, one hundred percent. Because he's so easygoing. Yeah, as it were. yeah. Like he's he would he would. It's the same just, relationship him and Homer have essentially, right? Like it's the reason Homer can steal things from him. He just lets everybody walk all over. Yeah. Him. So that's why he says diddly. Let's people rub ketchup on their bellies. <laughs> oh, that was. <laughs> Right. I'm so glad we all noticed that this time around. <laughs> Every time yeah. I see this episode, I'm always like, what are you doing, Milhouse? <laughs> you piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I love Milhouse. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's such a little dweeb. He's great. Nobody likes Milhouse. <laughs> no. Well, got the dud right here. <laughs> so <laughs> You got the dud. It's Elf. He's back <laughs> in pog form. Yeah, so, but yeah, everything's back to normal, and Skinner and Bart part ways, knowing essentially that, you know, their relationship will change now, but they'll always have the laundromat. They'll always have the laundromat. Yeah. yeah. And that's a nice little sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's a, it's a good one. And they both put signs on each other's back. Yeah. Teach me and kick me. Yeah. I like that teach me even has, like, proper punctuation. Like Skinner yeah. wrote a sign and it has a period and everything. It's, it's not just, it's not a fragment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because without that, without without proper punctuation, it's anarchy. chaos yeah. and anarchy. And what, that's what separates us from Dogs the animals. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> um, culture. Yeah. Reference desk. Thank you. I was like, culture? <laughs> Remember that thing we do? This has to do with pop culture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, we have uh, the very obvious ones, uh, Jurassic Park, Full Metal Jacket, and Alien. Yes. Right. Casablanca with We'll Always Have the Laundromat. We'll Always Have Paris. Yep. Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> uh, um, the opening is The Wonder Years. Yep. With the Joe Cocker version of uh, Little Help for My Friends. Love that song. And um, 
the title is a reference to the there it is. the film, uh, which is Sweet Sweetback's badass song with that, as many s's as I pronounced. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, thing that Lisa says about how everyone needs a, a nemesis, mm-hmm. uh, Professor Moriarty and Mellow Holmes, Yellow, Mellow Yellow and Mountain Dew, yeah. of course, and Maggie and the Maggie and the, the one one I wrote baby. And uh, I love that baby. It's hilarious. And then there's uh, Martin singing the Toreador song from Carmen. I don't, I don't know what he's saying. What does he say? Uh, well, it's from the opera Carmen. And so I don't think it's English. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, that makes Toreador. sense. That's definitely not English. Yeah. So uh, I think that's all I found. Those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. Yeah. I'm gonna talk he mentions like, this like he, he 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 mentions the United the, the like USO shows and Joy and Joy Heatherton and right. stuff like that. Um, Luigi's kind of a Lady in the Tramp uh, reference. They definitely um, make a full reference to it in um, right, Two Dozen and One uh, Greyhounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, Take it; it fell on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and we already did our favorite jokes, didn't we? Uh, we did. Yeah. I don't know about you. Oh, I mine was. I just think they're neat. <laughs> okay, right. You did say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one other joke I really love. I just want to mention is uh, when Groundskeeper Willie's at the door. Oh yeah, Poochie, 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 <laughs> and the dog looks at him, and he gets so excited <laughs> because that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel yeah. when I see a dog. If a dog looks at me, I'm like ah. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, that's Any it. For final us. thoughts. Episode one hundred. I really liked it. I yeah. I thought it was a really nice episode. That like it it doesn't it has enough sentimentality to to make the emotion land, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't feel. Overly sanctimonious or like yeah. just like emotional or anything. It's like a good. That. It's a it's, good it's character a, study. In it's Skinner a, as well as the relationship between Skinner and Bart. It's a great balance episode. Yeah, and just with a lot of great jokes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the story is good. It is. It's a good story. I would say I would classify it as good. And it can fill the entire episode. And it did. don't really need to put in many subplots. Right. Correct. Just mm. the whole idea of him being fired is enough. Yeah. All right. How it happened and the fallout from it. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. I have a question mm. about your podcast. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Do you think there's anyone in the world that um, cannot, for whatever reason, get their hands on Simpson DVDs or th- like via the internet or even like syndication and they're absorbing the simpsons purely through your podcast oh christ i hope not (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't imagine so i feel like anyone who has the uh resources to listen to this podcast could or at least should (laughs) know how to get the simpsons (laughs) yeah because very easy to get because the device you're listening to this podcast on Mm -hmm. probably costs a lot more than a few seasons Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the show yeah. Unless someone like living in An- Antarctica or something, and they they get to choose one website, <laughs> like, and they choose SoundCloud. Has... They choose SoundCloud.com. 
So they've yeah. been listening to music mostly, and then they, oh, some people are putting podcasts on here. Mm. What's this? Yeah. Two Bad Neighbors. That sounds interesting. Yeah, like Simpsons. They have a, they have a, f- a smartphone <laughs> of kind, but it can't, it can't load... They can't download any apps. It's only got 400 megabytes of space. Yeah, it can do sound (laughs) only. So can't get a video, but you can get a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so tragic. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, whoever you are. Yeah. But thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening, penguins. The Antarctic. Where do you and think that duck is now, Greg? Speedy. Speedy? Probably dead. Probably dead. No, ducks live I, super long. <laughs> I just invented. You're thinking of cockroaches. This was 20 oh. years ago. This was 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, ducks live to be like 60, <laughs> 70. No, you're thinking of your grandparents now. You're just, you're conflating things. No. To be honest, he lived a while, ducks. though. Like, I know he lived quite a while. Yeah, they probably, okay. they probably have good lives. On that, um, on that uh, like, it was, a, it was a couple acre property. And, yeah, he lived, he lived there his whole life. So, yeah. R.I.P. Speedy. This yeah. episode is dedicated to Speedy. <laughs> Thank you for everything you did Thank for me. You, <laughs> <laughs> and right. that about does it for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Alan. My name is Greg. Thank you so much, Camille, for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and thanks to you listeners for listening and tuning in. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, as mentioned, as well as iTunes and any other podcast-fetching device. Uh, we are also on Facebook, uh, Two Bad Neighbors, and our Twitter is Bad Neighbors Pod, so you can follow us on there. And, uh, that's about it. Any plugs you got? Well, the Hammock District on... Uh, oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. That's an email we have. Yeah. The you Hammock District us. on third at gmail.com. Numerical three? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, next time will be, uh, will be a non-giving up school guy... <laughs> The boy who the knew, boy too, who knew much. too much. And uh, it's pronounced Chowda. So, Chowda. 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 <laughs> so we'll talk to you then. Another and Barton Skinner episode. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, I kind of like it to think of it as the sequel to this one. It, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Godfather 2 to this is Godfather. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so this is good you clarified. I meant Godfather one. Godfather not, one. Not Godfather <laughs> zero. The unofficial uh, prequel to Godfather. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that about does it. Uh, thanks again for listening in, and keep watching the skis. Go Flames, go. Go Flames, go.